Hey, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Business Intelligence. Uh, I'm here uh, today with my co-host, Joey DeGangji. My name is Wei Chun Wan. We're here to talk about all things business. Yes. Um, you know, we, we've been talking about this a lot, right? So a, a lot of the business professionals get super excited when they hear the keywords, big data, mm-hmm. artificial intelligence, or AI, right? Yeah, yeah, very, very popular. And I think to a point that we've already <laughs> abused the terms. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the other day, I came across this um, tech day of Tesla. I, mm-hmm. They were doing an event, and, and Elon Musk was calling their autopiloting technology or uh, the, the company um, as, uh, as an artificial intelligence company that produces robots. Um, <laughs> a, a artificial intelligence with four wheels yeah. is how they call it. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, so again, artificial intelligence, AI, this term has been abused a lot. And, and that's not the first time in history that people get overly excited with the technology terms. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously with the available technology, you're going to have more tools available to us as business professionals to enhance right. business performance. And as an economist, I could tell you that uh, back in the 70s and 80s, there were researchers that wanted to study the uh, productivity gain due to the invention of uh, um, pen and pencils, paper uh, and pens and pencils. And then in the 80s, um, some researchers tried to replicate uh, uh, kind of like the the research by analyzing uh, the productivity gain of workers due to the introduction of personal computers, Mm -hmm. right? And so technology has always been improving and, and quite honestly, when, when the big data term was first introduced to the world, I was offended. And because as an economist, we, we constantly deal with data. Right. Um, and you take a look at the survey data um, uh, done by the government, like all those huge data sets, um, current population survey or the data points provided by, um, you know, uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. All these data sets have millions and millions of observations. Who would argue that they're not big data? Right. Right? Yeah. And, and the, here's the thing, right? When, uh, whether you are business professionals or, or research um, analyst, you would always want to identify the ideal data set for you to uh, conduct research or for you to understand consumer behavior so that you could improve upon your products. But when you when does ideal data set ever exist? Because there's always there's always more that you want to collect. Of course, right. And when the ideal data set do not exist, you usually use you know modeling technique or statistical methods to improve upon your results. Mm -hmm. And then you have to deal with the biases, right? Right. And obviously, the introduction of uh, computers uh, and and better methods of uh, collect data. Um, you would have better access to the uh, data set that you want. But it's still not ideal. No, no, of course. Right? And so just to kind of like, before we get too far, like by big data, we're we're talking about the volume of data that you have to analyze. Not only the volume, but also the previously unavailable data, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, the consumer behavior. Yeah. Right. You would never want to, you you always, as a a business professional, you want to collect um, you want to be able to paint the perfect picture for the consumer so that you could tailor um, your product to f- satisfy their needs, mm-hmm. right? And the consumer behavior data uh, oftentimes doesn't exist because consumers, they don't, oftentimes they don't want uh, you to find out 
the producers to find out what their highest willingness to pay of course is yeah. Yeah. and uh, even if they they uh, have preferences for the product characteristics you don't have a way to know but now that has changed because of the, the available technology right look at all the apps that we use on our phone it collects not only the sales data, but also the consumer behavior data, because you know the app developers with the technology, you could actually uh, pinpoint exactly what buttons consumers have been pressing mm -hmm. uh, in the app. Not only that, you could log where and when and how long exactly the consumers have been using your app, browsing through the products, and then you use those data and and um, um, uh, behavior to um, come up with a better iteration of your, your product. Right, yeah. And so when you see companies or, or advertisements that are talking about like how they're going to help you or how they are leveraging big data, that's what they're, that's what they're talking about, like taking all that information and putting it to use. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and how is da uh, big data linked to artificial intelligence? Well, AI is built upon data. Right. Right? Because machines get to analyze all these huge amount of data and then come out with, uh, you know, human beings come out with algorithm and let uh, the machines to label um, for different purposes, right? Yeah, and that's another term that gets thrown around all the time, like AI, like what is, just so everybody, again, so we're all on the same page, yeah. how, how are we talk when we talk about AI in, in the business world, what are, we, what are we saying by that? So, in my personal opinion is, you know, artificial intelligence, it, there are so many things related to AI, right? right. The, the, the way that we use uh, voice recognition technology like Siri or, uh, uh, you know, Google Home or Alexa, that's AI. Because AI gets, you use AI to analyze the way that people speak, the, the common phrases used. There's a humongous database. And the fact that all these uh, devices that you have, uh, whether it be that Siri, Google, or Alexa, they're constantly recording um, your conversations. I mean, it's, it's pretty scary for you to think about because oh, yeah. they, they're, they're trying to enhance and strengthen their data points so that they could provide you with better services. But at the same time, your behaviors are being locked and recorded without you paying attention to it, mm. right? Um, and, and again, artificial intelligence is built upon that large data sets as well as the algorithm of machines so that they could, uh, when, you, when you speak again, they have a better idea of what you're talking about. It's all about labeling. So yeah. voice recognition is being, uh, is being a big one. Image recognition is another one, right? right. And yep. re it yep. requires you uh, to feed the machine with a lot of data points so that they understand that, uh, you know, perhaps when they when the machine needs to analyze pictures of dogs to identify breeds, they have enough data points to tell um, the Dalmatian from I don't know uh, Labradors, right? Right. Uh, so again, it's the database uh, and the algorithm design to label and recognize. So voice recognition and image recognition being a big one. Um, uh, the autopiloting uh, technology, uh, right. it's the same thing, right? So yep. you have all these cameras built in in Tesla. Uh, obviously, with uh, there are more cars that um, – uh, there are more brands that are, uh, that are focusing on the autopiloting technology at this point. Um, but it's the same thing. You're utilizing the, the cameras to, to capture all the images, and there is a database that records everything. Um, the road conditions, um, obviously, there is a lot of enhancement that's, that the autopiloting technology is focusing on. 
Um, so all these have uh, different and dedicated business uses. Yeah, I think you touched on kind of like the importance of, of like what they what they are at like the highest level. Like it's it's the pattern recognition, it's the pattern whether recognition. it's patterns that you see, par- patterns that you hear, but pattern recognition and incredibly fast processing and the, where those patterns are coming from and what's being processed comes from big data. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but I, I think we get too caught up with the, um, the te- technicality. Yeah. And then we forget, actually, we should start from the basics. Every business professional should benefit from the introduction of new technology, be that AI, be that, um, big data, we need to understand how we could, as a business professional, understand fundamentally how these um, new technology helps us. Yeah, we've talked in the past uh, about the importance of operational efficiency. Mm-hmm. And these tools are, you know, like there's millions of ways that you can leverage them, but it all comes back to, in this case, how can you use these new technologies that exist to, you know, to make one process or yes. one workflow within your, your, your company more efficient? Yeah, and if it doesn't answer that specific requirement, it's not going to be as relevant to you. You don't have to be an expert on all things AI or all things big data. Yeah. What parts do you need to pick from that are going to make your business work better? Right. So having that laser focus is important. Yeah. Right? You un- you have to understand. All right. Let's just pick and choose. Right. So what do we want to improve upon, and how can the tools help us? We cannot be all things to all people. And I think even the small business owners. There, there's something for you. Absolutely. Right? You, you, you cannot afford to have the entire infrastructure built up to accommodate big data. You cannot hire all these data engineers and data scientists that, that pr- produce intelligence for you um, and that informs your decision-making yeah. process. But it doesn't matter. I mean, there are to. tools I mean, out there yeah. that could allow you to accomplish maybe the simple goals that you have. Right. I mean, I'm willing to bet that at least half. That's probably conservative, but at least half of the small business owners listening right now have used AI. The one I'm thinking about in particular is Google Smart Campaigns. That's right. That, you know, they, they don't broadcast it because they don't want to overwhelm, but you know that that is using big data. That's using their AI that runs behind the scenes. I mean, think about the setup process. To anyone that's gone through it or anyone that wants to try it, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But you you know, you know start by just entering your, your website. Mm-hmm. You answer a couple questions about what what you want to accomplish by the campaign and what you what your business does. Mm-hmm. And after that, they'll select an audience. They'll come up with when, how much should you be budgeting, how much, uh, where should you run it, when should you run it. And then they'll start to suggest keywords that you should be bidding on. That's not by chance. That's by their, their analysis of all the big data that they're able to, you know, get from other users on the Google platform. But that is one of the most, like, with the lowest barriers to entry, but one of the easiest ways that you can tap into AI that I'm sure, like I said, a lot of people are, are already doing without realizing. Right. And kudos to tech giants like like Google, Amazon, and Microsoft. They really tap into the market. They, yeah. they really lean in, right? Because they understand that the infrastructure cost for anybody to come up with a big system to accommodate data scientists and data engineers uh, is just prohibitively high. Like right. they, they, they take a step at building that infrastructure so that you have the services uh, that you could use uh, provided by them. Yeah. So everybody benefits. And this yep. is not to say that you know we we need to we need to always identify products and services provided by Google, Amazon, or Microsoft and see you know how we could use it. Uh, we, we need to identify exactly what we need, right? Yeah. So and a lot of the local businesses that we've been helping with. Um, they have social media accounts, right? So Facebook, yeah. um, you know, Instagram and all that. 
And uh, funny thing is, like you said, a lot of people, they don't even understand that they've been using AI. Right. 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 Uh, like, um, you know, obviously, if you're running a, a local shop, you don't have the um, resources to hire uh, a person dedicated to managing the social media accounts that you, you own. Sometimes you have to use chatbots. Right. Right. Chatbots, that, that by itself is artificial intelligence. Right. right. Yeah. If you have an automated chatbot in your system, it's... You know, again, they, they make it pretty simple when you set it up, but you'll say, like, okay, well, here are maybe some, some FAQs that customers usually get, and then based on what that re- person puts in as a response, they're going to try and make some recommendations. Mm-hmm. Going back to our definition that we talked about, that is pattern recognition based on the data that's fed. Right, right, you know, right. It's, very, it's a very simple way of applying it, but that is, that's yeah. still harnessing the AI. Yeah, so Microsoft actually has a system called Virtual Assistant mm-hmm. that allows you to build the step-by-step um, uh, robot that helps your business process, right? So, for example, you could better interact with your clients by having that interactive system built into your website, and that interactive system perhaps would help uh, your clients to track the order that they have put in with right. you. So, uh, what you what, what you do is that utilizing the virtual assistant, you build that step by step process. And then, um, you know, when, uh, allowing the clients to, for example, entering the, um, the order number and, you know, if uh, the order number will then be inputted in the system and the mm-hmm. system will automatically identify where the order is, when the order was being placed and, uh, you know, and, and just allow to you to do a better customer service. So people don't get how easy the process is and how available these tools are. Yeah, the barrier to entry is lower than what I think a lot of people perceive it to be. Right. And, and I find it fascinating for people to keep asking me about, oh, you know, I don't have a data team, but I really want to leverage the technology. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to understand what my customers are looking for to better my product development process and to enhance my service offerings to my clients. Where do I start, right? Well, my go-to answer has always been, Take a look at your business performance at this point. Mm-hmm. How do you enhance the process first? Right. Right? So you have an existing process. How, does the, how do the orders flow in, and how do you serve these orders? Oftentimes, before you jump ahead and try to th- uh, think how do you better your uh, product development process or customer service process, there is an entire business process that you need to review before you go even further than that. Yeah. Right? So we have actually a, a several clients that have come to us um, and, and wanted to uh, leverage the available technology and tools. Right? Mm-hmm. So now uh, there is another industry that's upcoming, well, that's already booming, uh, not upcoming, software as a service industry. Yeah. yeah. And how many times have we come across all these different cloud services, right? all these cloud service providers, uh, each focusing on different things? You know, some service providers focusing on focus on providing the best uh, customer relationship management systems. Mm-hmm. Some of the service providers focus on you know lead generation, right? Right, and some of the services focus on you know how do you do email campaigns, for example, like yeah. laser focus, like little thing. Right. But here's the thing: I mean, as a business owner, you need everything. You need lead generation. You need customer research, relationship management. You need um, making sure that your customers are happy, right? Yeah. So all these customer support, you know. But you don't have the time to identify, right? You know exactly what you need as a package. 
Yeah, I think that's one of the things that we, you know, a lot of clients come to us with. Like that's like they'll, they'll talk well, as soon as we t- bring up the topic of marketing or advertising specifically. You know, if they're the ones that are the re- person responsible for delivering services, you know, they say, "If I had time, I would blank." Yeah. And that that's usually where a lot of those conversations start. But it's just that need to, you know, I think everybody at this point is pretty aware of the the need to have a digital footprint. And, you know, aware of the need that just based on consumer behavior, like you have to keep reminding people that you're out there. You have to always be, you know, creating new content um, because now you get, you see how many brands per day. Like you need to always just kind of like just stay relevant for people so that they know you're there. Right. But that takes time. Like, let me ask you this one question, right? So we have a client that talks about how, you know, uh, being in uh, the service industry um, and he, the client needs to have all these social media platforms, accounts set up, right? right. So Twitter, Facebook, uh, and Instagram, and YouTube channel. Wait, I mean, Dan. he even has yep. a YouTube channel. Yep. But the problem is he doesn't have the resources to hire a dedicated uh, marketing professional to monitor all these channels on comments, feedbacks, yeah. and you know, likes and dislikes, right? That's a problem. That's, that, a, that's a big vulnerability in your customer service model. Exactly. Even if the customer doesn't like what what your content, and if 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 the customer voiced out the concern on the platform, number one, you cannot leave it alone. Right. Yeah. You have to try to find a way to respond. Yep. Right. Number two, you know, that's a better way to for you to engage not only that particular customer, but also all other customers that have been following your social media. Account. Yeah, set the example, let them see how you, you know, yeah. how you're responsive or you know, they'll see that you're not responding. Like it, it's a big branding moment. So the issue for that client is what do we do? I don't have the time and effort to monitor all these accounts, is there an automation process that I could follow? Well, the answer is yes, yeah. right? And we can set it up very easily because we know what the available tools are to help our client. And so the business process, not well, so we were just talking about the customer support end, and there mm-hmm. is lead generation end right. as well. So how do you reach out to the target audience? How do you define target audience? Is there a way for you or a tool ex- that exists for you to you know, go to to um, to uh, preach to the target audience uh, in a more more cost-effective and efficient way, mm-hmm. right? And and most people don't understand that there are, there are tools out there, right? And so when we talk about technology, artificial intelligence, and big data, you need to focus on not the infrastructure, but the availability of tools that mm-hmm. could better what you are currently doing, right? Yeah, and and so. Can we have another example? Like, uh, in a, uh, talk about automation and integration. Is there any way for the for business owners or entrepreneurs that come from a perspective of you know I have limited resources? I want to make sure that I do what I do the best without having to you know be troubled by you know all the all those things that I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. So I think another uh, good one um, client from the again, professional services. In this case, what they do is they do, um, you know, online talks. Mm-hmm. Like they'll, they'll have a little, they'll have an event scheduled. You can sign up and then you can go listen to them. You know, hopefully afterwards they convert into a client. But, you know, that one single event, you know, they, they need to create awareness for it. They need to remind people. They need to know what, to, they need to let people know when it's about to start. So in, in that case, the solution that we prescribed was we set up a system that tied in with their calendar and then, uh, about seven days before that event starts, share it out everywhere on social media. Generate an automatic newsletter to let your to let their existing subscribers know, hey, here's where we're going to be. Here's the link for it. 
um, you know, two days before, send out another automated social media post to all the platforms that they're on, um, and then one that day, and one, and then one right, you know, an hour before that starts. So in the case of what that client actually had to do to create this level of awareness for what they did, and that's the important part. We, we talked about however many posts are going out, however many emails are going out, but also what's required to generate that. Mm-hmm. They scheduled the event once. Mm-hmm. They had it one time on their, on their calendar. Mm-hmm. And then the system that, that, you know, the underlying system that we had in place, that creates all the, the, con, like the, the information afterwards. That's what, reach, that's what performs the outreach. That's what creates the awareness. So what you just described not only helps the client better the business process, but it also provides a way for the clients to understand, you know, there, there, there is intelligence piece yeah. that comes in for the client to think about, you know, how to improve its business going forward. I mean, we're not only looking at the current status. We're, we're looking at ways to improve and enhance the business performance. And I think this is the missed opportunity for a lot of people because when, when we talked about big data – what, what people don't understand is that big data doesn't automatically mean information. Mm-hmm. And information doesn't automatically mean intelligence. Right. And which, again, I think <laughs> justifies why we're calling our platform business intelligence. Because at the end of the day, it's the intelligence that guides people through the decision-making process. Yeah. It is the intelligence that will provide you with helpful information that better customer relationship, uh, that better customer support, and better your product. Yeah. Down the road. So when, when we talk about big data, people generally got overwhelmed by the technology requirements. But I, I want you to look beyond that. As a business owner, I will tell you that you don't need that many data analysts working for you. You don't need to build supercomputers in your, in your business because there are cloud service providers out there that, that have available tools to better your current process. And it's not expensive right and i think that's the part right yeah so yeah. there there is there is a consulting element in it because whenever the clients contact us we we want to understand how they're currently running the business and we the the sheer fact that we have seen enough <laughs> provides us with the intelligence that you might not have and and you know m- most likely than not whenever we pre- prescribe a solution the clients get blown away oh is it really that easy? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, you know, who would argue that um, making sure that your, your customers' uh, support issues get taken care of is not important? Who would argue that to have better lead generation strategy is not important? Mm-hmm. Right? How do you save money? How do you better your product? How do you sell your products? Um, uh, uh, more products and identify your market niche is who would argue that's not important? Yeah, and I think that's one of the real like when you talk about like, the the enhanced productivity since the you know since AI has come on the scene. Yes. I mean that's before you know those were all still considered important, pro- but it always requires labor, labor and or capital. It's labor. Yeah. This uh, you know in this case you can save both. Like mm-hmm. that's that's how small bu- like that's what AI and, and big data means for smaller businesses. Yeah, yeah, and again I don't I don't want people to get overwhelmed, uh, right? Because obviously you could take AI too. The next level. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? It, uh, there, there's a lot to be done with artificial intelligence. Uh, little fun fact: Joey and I actually were invited to to teach an intro to AI course um, in a in a um, international um, 
university right. um, outside of the United States. And then the, we, we had a lot of fun just introducing all these different business applications to our students and, you know, remote audience because we were yeah. we delivered that course completely remotely. And, um, and the, the questions asked by students was always, oh, you know, is it really that simple? I mean, they, they yeah. don't – they don't get it. I mean, they, they oftentimes ignore the fact that the services that they are using currently oftentimes right. involve an AI element. Yeah. I think it's important to mention that course was in the business curriculum. Yes. That wasn't a computer science nope. course. We were teaching aspiring business professionals yep. about AI because it's going to be so relevant for all the things that they have options to. And our objective of that course, like when we, when we, had the, like when we were working with students, we weren't trying to teach them to develop AI. Nope. We were saying – Here's all the AI that's available. How do you choose which ones to incorporate into the business that you're going to be working for? Right. How do you solve problems with the existing solutions? How do you combine exactly. what's out there into something that enhances, you know, and we've given problem sets and say, okay, here's the issue. Come up with a solution using existing technology to fix it. Because that very, you know, very closely mimics what real life is. I mean, that's what businesses are facing right now. Yeah. They have the same problems that we've been talking about, customer service, Absolutely. campaigns, everything like that. How can I make it easier? How can I make it more efficient? How can I use what's out there? Mm -hmm. How can I combine them to make that work faster? Smarter? Exactly. So customer service or marketing campaign, for example, after you have the results, how do you better that? Yeah. Right. You got to have Information, data, intelligence. And I think that's right where you get that like crossover between intelligence versus information. Right. You can have those processes running. Right. And with what's available now, you can get a few thousand different uh, metrics that can be measured from any, any process now. Everyone could use more data. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the data is going to help you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You, you may have spent all these time, effort, resources collecting data that you don't even have to use. Mm-hmm. Or you don't even know how to use, right? And and so collecting data cannot be something that that shouldn't be the mission. Yeah. Right. And I think like let's let's take like clients that we do um, that we that we support on social media ad campaigns. Right. You know they'll they'll come in some, like sometimes the questions am, am I getting enough impressions? Yeah. But you know like they're looking at all of these different numbers that Facebook's trying to spit out to them, and they're and they're picking you know the understanding which numbers to look at. Is almost as as important right. or more important than actually what the numbers Absolutely. reflect. I mean, it's what do those impressions? What are they doing for you? If it's an awareness campaign, right. those impressions are important. If you're trying to generate sales on your website, impressions mean close to nothing. Right. You right. know, can you track? Can you identify what number is actually going to be tied to your business goal? Right. And if that's sales, what's my cost per transaction? My cost per click is important, but not mission critical. My impressions mean. Yeah. Almost nothing in the grand scheme of things because it doesn't matter. What what does it cost me to generate one new sale for my company? That's right, conversion. That, conver yeah, that's where we get into you know like information versus intelligence. Like if you really want to turn all this data into intelligence that lets you take action on behalf of your business, mm -hmm. you need to understand what to look at. You need to understand what data points are going to be you know like pertinent to what we're trying to get done as a business. Right. So I think, you know, it, it, with the, the big data uh, idea floating around and the artificial intelligence, you know, everybody, every business is trying to fight for customers' attention. I think yeah. that's nothing new in the marketing of world, course. right? Um, but how do, we, how do we find and identify the, the most effective way to accomplish your purpose? You don't need um, to win all customers. That too, yeah. Right? You don't need to win all customers. But without the proper intelligence – 
you don't even know who you're selling to. Right. Do you have a laser focus to understand, uh, you know, what what provides a better opportunity to sell the products to? Mm-hmm. Right. Perhaps it's the the the, the type of customer with uh, specific characteristics or demographics. But you don't know. Without the intelligence, you wouldn't know, right? Yeah. And I think this is where the big data comes in to help because the previously unavailable data now becomes available. Yeah, and you can cater your whole like digital footprint to if you once you know that yes. information, you can really optimize that experience for them and right. make it you know design around who's going to be on your site. I mean, right now, if I if we were to ask, do you get more visitors on your on that are coming in through mobile device or desktop? Are you getting more men or women? Yep. And what time of day are they most frequently exactly. on the on your social media? You know, right. If you can't answer those questions, that right there is a really good place to get started. You know, go through, try to find that data, or talk to people that can help you understand it. But you, th- that all of that information is minimally what's available with with all these different platforms. And remember, uh, just a few years ago, we talked about you know the the world has been joking about oh, there's an app for everything, right? There's yeah. an app for there's that. An there's for an that. app for that. Right? Yep, there's yep. an. And so when you talked about, you know, how do you, what does the funnel look like for for your business? You know, are 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 there users coming, are there customers coming through your website or are the users coming from your, your, through your app? Yeah. A lot of businesses don't even have an app because they simply deem that as a very cost, um, you know, uh, a costly uh, 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 approach to, to attract customers. They don't want to spend money to build that infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, I mean, there are tools available that out, yeah. out there that makes that relatively easy. Yeah. And most of our clients don't know that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, there's definitely the importance of like getting just the awareness of what tools are at your disposal yeah. and then and then finding how it fits in. And this is where we come in because we, we've – We've advised, you know, a lot of different clients from different industries, and it just uh, blows me personally away uh, in terms of how traditional um, the customers and clients are. Yeah. Right? They don't understand what the tools are available uh, to them, and this is where we come in. So we focus on business integration. So I would advise all business owners to come from a perspective of, you know, automation, mm-hmm. business integration how automatic your business is, right? your business process is. Do you, does your uh, business model integrate with you know, different service providers that better your business process? Start from those two questions. And then if you cannot find a way to incorporate um, other services to better your um, current business process, this is when, this is probably a good time for you to, to explore outside of your comfort zone and, and seek help. Right. 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 I hope you enjoy what we talked about today and uh, we will come back next time. Bye-bye. Thanks. Here at WD Strategies, we help our clients develop leads, provide integration services, and expand their revenue model. We combine our consulting experiences and technological expertise to build business solutions. If you're interested in taking your business to another level, click on the link below or visit wd-strategies.com to schedule a free consultation.